Chapter thirty six of Joan Thursday by Lewis Joseph Vance. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Matt Perard. Without knowing how she had come there, Joan found herself standing beside the outer doorway in the narrow hall, one hand hugging about her the kimono she must have snatched up by instinct, while yet not fully wakened, the other hand fumbling with the lock sleep clouding her brain like a fog fatigue weighting her eyelids and chaining her limbs panic hammering in her bosom overhead the doorbell was ringing imperatively without interruption even as it must have been ringing for many minutes before she was consciously awake dimly she felt that this alarm by night must portend something strange and terrible and still she held her hand wondering what could it be not quard for she had seen him leave new york never marbridge that were unthinkable hattie morrison perhaps and that man the bell ground on implacably at length she found courage to adjust the chain bolt and open the door to the limit permitted by that guard in the outer hallway a gas jet burned turned low diffusing just enough illumination to show her the figure somehow indefinitely familiar in spite of its style of a man in a chauffeur's uniform a young and wiry man clothed in khaki coat and breeches and leather leggings and wearing a cap with visor shadowing heavily his narrow sharp-featured countenance as the door opened he removed his finger from the bell-push and drove home recognition with his voice miss thursby live here i got a message for her john gasped butch it's me all right her brother admitted crisply in his well-remembered tone of irony you certainly are one sincere little sleeper i've been ringing here how did you get in rang up the janitor if that matters listen you better hustle into your clothes quick so you can if you want to get home in time to say good-bye to the old woman mother john shrilled what what's the matter dying butch told her briefly and without emotion she said she wanted to see you so get a move on my car's waitin', and i dasn't leave it alone hustle you understand yes yes joan promised with a sob i'll hurry butch see you do then the boy swung about smartly and disappeared down the well of the stairway joan closed the door and leaned against it panting suppose he had wanted to come in for the moment this was her sole coherent thought then rousing she crept stealthily back to the darkened bedroom gathered up her clothing with infinite precautions against noise and returned to the sitting-room to dress in feverish haste there was an open taxicab waiting in front of the door as she came out butch bent over and cranked the motor straightening up he waved her curtly into the body of the car jump in and shut the door he ordered briefly climbing into the driver's seat but butch don't you hear me get in and shut that door we got no time to waste chin in here abashed and frightened the girl obeyed immediately butch had the cab in motion tearing eastward at lawless speed through streets whose long ranks of yawning windows 
seen fugitively in the formless dusk of early morning seemed to look down leering as if informed with terrible intelligence she shut out the sight of them with hands that covered her face until the swift rush of cool air steadied and sobered her so that she grew calmer in the knowledge that in veritable fact and this was all that really mattered nobody knew then sitting up she composed herself and with deft fingers completed the adjustment of her garments by the time she had finished her toilet aided by a small mirror inset between the forward windows butch was stopping the cab before the east seventy-sixth street tenement bending back he unlatched the door and swung it open you go on up he ordered i'll be around before long gotta run this machine back to the garage joan stepped quickly to the sidewalk and shut the door all right she responded and added almost timidly avoiding her brother's eyes thank you butch he grunted unintelligibly and as joan moved up the stoop threw in the power again and drew swiftly away down the street for an instant joan held back in the vestibule second to recognize anew the home of dirt and squalor she had fled a long lifetime since it seemed and struggling with almost invincible repugnance for the ordeal awaiting her at the head of those five weary flights then more through instinct than of her will her finger pressed the call button beneath the thursby letter-box the latch clicked she pushed the door open moved reluctantly into the shadows and addressed herself wearily to the stairs inhaling with a keen physical disgust the heavy and malodorous atmosphere in which her youth had been shaped toward womanhood as the dining-room door admitted her she checked again almost tempted to question the soundness of those faculties which insisted that more than a year had passed rather than an hour or two since she had left that mean and sordid place above the dining-table blazed and wheezed a single gas-jet whose ragged bluish flame was yet sufficiently strong to turn to the colour of night the dull dawn-light outside the air-shaft windows it revealed to her not a single article of furniture other than as memory placed it and showed her seated on the far side of the table her father lifting a heavy and sullen face from the notebook between his soiled fat fingers that inevitable sheaf of dope lying at his elbow there was no sort of greeting in proper sense between these two for a little neither spoke joan hesitated with shoulders against the panels of the door in an attitude instinctively defiant and defensive thursby looked her up and down a luring sneer marking his recognition of his daughter's finery suddenly explosively she found her tongue how's ma thursby jerked a thumb in the direction of the bedrooms she died an hour ago he said slowly just after ed went to find you edna's in there john made a gesture of horror my god she said throatily and turned away a moment later loud cries of lamentation ringing through the flat testified that she had found her sister End of chapter thirty six